You ever try to give somebody a compliment and they won't take it? I don't have time for it. Take this compliment and go on about your business. Oh, I don't feel like I look good today. You look good. You look amazing. No, but my shirt, it's not the right. Your shirt looks fine. Yeah, but my hair is not. Your hair looks incredible. No, but I still feel. All right. You know what? You're ugly. Fine. You win. Face is trash. Shirt is trash. Everything is trash. Then they look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> How could you say that? I have been trying to tell you for 20 minutes that you're fine. Okay? You're smart. You're kind. You're important. I've been trying to tell you this. You won't accept the compliment. You want to keep arguing and debating me on how good you look and how smart you are. So fine. You want to win so bad, I'm going to let you win the debate. You're ugly and dumb. Welcome to In The Moment. Uh, I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell, your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. Episode 90. Give it up for episode 90 real quick. I don't know about y'all, but the 90s is still my favorite decade. Something about the shows. The clothes, the hoes, it just rhymed. I don't, I don't know why I said that. But everything was better in the 90s. I missed the 90s. It feels good to be in the 90s. That's a lot of damn episodes. I never thought I would be sitting here talking to y'all for the 90th time of In The Moment. This is incredible. So shout out to that and shout out to you. Because you could be anywhere in the world, but here you are. With me, and some of you have been with me for 90 episodes. That is incredible. Round of applause for that. <laughs> got a lot to get into. I got to tell y'all about this guy in the industry who I think is a complete fraud. And if the word gets back to him, I don't care. It is what it is. I'm going all the way. This is just how I feel. I got to talk about some really embarrassing moments that happened with me because I believe that the universe has a sense of humor and likes to play games, even when you're not in the mood for it. And I got to talk about something that my sister said that I wasn't too happy with. So stick around. But before all that, I know what time it is with me. It's a few things I'm mad at. It's on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get I'm mad at how entitled this new generation is. Not going to lie to you. This new generation just be asking for money with no problem. JT from the City Girls posted something about, I think it was her niece or her nephew asking her for money. Pretty sure it was her niece. And JT told her, yo, I just gave you money last week and the week before that. You got to learn to save. And she was like, all right, I ain't going to ask you for nothing else. And then the next day, she was like, auntie, I see something in the store. I need it. <laughs> Boy, that flipped quick. I said, her niece must be a little cute, little Gemini. I'm just playing Geminis. No, I'm not. But I'm mad at how entitled 
This new generation is when they ask for things. It is nothing like when I was growing up and I'm hating. I'm going to say it. I got a friend who told her nephew, yo, I'm taking away your little PS5 because you don't know how to act in school. And he wrote her this long-ass note about why she should not have the right to take away his PS5. And I was mad about a few things. I was mad that she actually read the note and finished it because I don't believe my mama would have. Soon as the note said, dear mama, you don't get to tell me what I do with my PS5 and here's why, my mom would have crumbled the note, slapped the shit out of me. Would have been the end of the discussion. However, my friend read the whole note. And then at the end of the note, her nephew said, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> hey, these little kids are smart, man. What Black Lives Matter got to do with his PS5? But they pulling out all the stops to make sure that you can't punish them. And this is why I know I'm not prepared to be a parent, because when he would have hit me with the Black Lives Matter, I would have felt like, damn, maybe I don't have the right <laughs> to tell him what he should do with his PS5. This boy is so ahead of his time. He's talking about black people have had to act a certain way for so long in order to have the things that we have. And I don't think it's fair. And I was like, yo, he has a point. <laughs> How can you be mad? But I was mad. Because when I was a kid, you ain't get to get stuff like that off. Fam, when I was a kid, you couldn't even have two days of happiness in a row. If you had a day of happiness, and then you went to your mom's or your dad the next day, was like, yo, I want to go do this. They would be like, didn't you just do something yesterday? Wasn't you just at the park? Yo, what that mean? I can't go be happy twice? It's only one day a week I get to do something fun? I don't even understand. I do homework every day. You force me to get in the shower every day. Now that I'm an adult, I have to go to work every day. But when I was a kid, certain things you just couldn't do twice. I couldn't even open another box of cereal if one box of cereal was already open. So why you got five boxes of cereal? I got to eat one at a time? I might want Lucky Charms one day. And Apple Jack's the next. That doesn't make sense. Cereal don't even go bad for five years. What does it matter which one I open? Nope. One at a time. Black lives ain't matter then. I'm tired of this new generation. Just everything just given to them. We couldn't even have fun two days in a week. Who's next? I'm mad at some of the things that people do in certain professions. And I've kind of talked about this before. It's kind of wild how when you get older, you start to realize that a lot of these jobs where when you were younger, you used to think only responsible people can get them. You get older and realize they're just as irresponsible as you. I know therapists who drink way more than me, smoke way more than me. I know pilots who are drunk right now. <laughs> I know teachers who be fucked up. Every time they're not in the classroom. And I'm not saying that you can't be amazing at your job and still do whatever it is you do in your off time. I'm just saying I didn't realize how many of these important jobs have people in it that you would look at. And you may not say it to their face, but you think it. How the hell did you get that job? I got some friends that have absolutely no people skills. I've never seen them be nice. They're extremely rude. But somehow, they have customer service jobs. And I almost want to go with them to work just so I can see this shit. 
I've never seen you be polite. How in the hell are you a flight attendant? How are you a waitress? This doesn't make sense to me. And these be the people who keep their jobs. So I got one friend who be giving me all of the juice, all of the business when it comes to being a surgical assistant. And I believe I've talked about this friend before. But it baffles me (laughs) because this friend is, well, hood. Like really hood. Like invented the hood. But they're a surgical assistant. So I'm like, as hood as you are, you really be in there with tools in your hand, handing stuff over to the doctor while somebody is laid up, sleep, right in front of you, chest all open. They was like, yeah, all the time. And so I'm like, certainly you act a little bit different. Like they don't know this side of you. They was like, please, we be in there rocking. I'm like, what you mean rocking? Like, what does it sound like in there? Like, oh, we be playing Cardi B, twerking. Talking shit, cursing, doc telling jokes. I'm like, yo, wait a minute, man. I don't know why this is surprising to me. Is it just me? Like, for some reason in my mind, I don't know if it's because I used to watch the soap operas with my grandma had them on when I was a kid. I always thought it was like people conducting themselves professionally. If somebody's chest is wide open in front of them, like their life is on the line, you would think everything in there would be like, hand me the scalpel, hand me the tweezers. Give me the hammer. I'm going upside their head. Like, I thought <laughs> I thought it was professional at all times. Like, imagine you listening from outside the room, and you know your mama in there getting some kind of surgery, and all you hear is this. In my face, bomb, ass tight, racks, stuck up shack, height, jury on me, flashlight. I've been listening last night, hit them with that good, good, make a nigga act right, broke boys don't deserve no Damn. I know that wouldn't throw anybody off. Your mama in there with her life on the line, and they in there twerking? I'm going in there. If y'all don't think I'm kicking the door down, mama, wake up. Get your shit. They think it's a game in here. Wake up, mama. Get your ass up. Wake my mama up. Now I don't want to talk about it. Wake up. We out. Y'all ain't here twerking. My mama chest open. This is really how it is. I'm not going to say where, who, when, what, or why, but I know the secrets. I have a lot more I'm going to share because they told me everything. And they're probably not going to tell me anything else. But that's why I waited. I waited months and months and months and months for this information. Because I knew once I aired it out, I was going to get nothing else. But these jokes are going to fly. But I tell you, it's not going to fly. You in there twerking to Cardi B while my mama life on the damn line. You got to be out your rabbit ass mind. I'm kicking the door down, busting in there, putting my mama on my shoulder like I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. I tell you that much. Who's next? Speaking of jobs and careers. I'm mad at something that somebody told me this week about working at the bank. I was informed that if you work at a bank and somebody robs the bank, they come in there with guns drawn and put a gun in your face and tell you, give me everything in the drawer and everything out the safe. Once these people leave, you have to have a little interview about what happened. And if you can't remember what this person was wearing, and all the details of what happened, then you will probably be fired. And the logic for this was, they will think you had something to do with it if you don't remember. And as logical of a person as I am, that's a logic I don't give a shit about. That's BS. That's crazy to me. You mean to tell me, if I'm at work minding my business, 
doing my job to the best of my ability and somebody busting my job and puts a gun to my head, if I can't remember the intricate details of what took place, you going to fire me as if I haven't already been through enough? What type of shit is that, man? How do we not live in a world to where if you have a job and somebody puts a gun to your head, you don't get a raise? You get fired? I used to watch this show called Brain Games, and it proved that typically under pressure, when things happen really quickly, robberies, whatever the case, most people have no idea what the person looked like, what color the car was when they drove away, what color their jacket was. They staged the scene like this, and everybody remembered something different. It's five different people. They all said it was a red jacket, a white jacket, a blue jacket, a brown jacket, gray jacket. It was all over the place because most people are not equipped or used to having a gun to their head. But if you're a banker, (laughs) apparently... You got to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando. Some of y'all ain't never seen Commando. Go ahead and watch it. It's an old school movie. It's good, though. I used to watch it with my mama back in the day. That's where that's coming from. But what? Can you imagine? Fam, I would be so pissed. Like, I would think you should be concerned if I did remember everything. Because that's how my brain works. If I'm setting this up on purpose, well, you better be damn well certain I'm going to know the game. So when you say, what were they wearing? And I say, brown hat, blue shirt, gold chain, beige sneakers, had a ring on the left, pinky, jumped in a gray car, four-door sedan, trunk was open. Like, if I start giving you crazy details, one or two things should occur to you. Either I actually did set that up and I'm smart enough to know that you was going to ask me that shit, or... I'm a full-fledged criminal. There's no way in hell that an everyday civilian is going to be that cool under pressure where they remember everything that a person was wearing when they wasn't prepared to have a gun to their head that day. That's the dumbest rule I done heard of, if you ask me. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I can't imagine going to work, being an honest working person. Somebody put a gun in my head. I think I'm going to die. Then I survive, and I go, whew. That was close. And then get called in the office thinking I'm about to get the raise of a lifetime and I get fired? (laughs) For what? For getting robbed? Oh, man. I tell you what, if you fire me because I got robbed, I am certainly going to find the people who robbed us. Oh, I will. And when I do, they're going to give me some of that money. I done got fired now, but now the gloves are off. No friends in the industry. Shout out to Drake. Who's next? I'm mad that the universe is funny as hell. I've always told people, no one is funnier than God. No one is funnier than the universe. The universe has the greatest sense of humor of all time. If you pay attention to the signs, this is not even debatable. That's why if you've ever been late to work, you get every red light all of a sudden. That one time that you've had the longest day ever at work and you get on a train and you're so happy to get a seat and it's the last seat left and then the next stop an older woman gets on and stands right in front of you. You have got to be kidding me. So you pretend like you sleep. I'm sorry to that woman. She didn't deserve that. I was tight, man. I had a long day. 
Y'all got to let that go. I'm a nice guy. But sometimes you just know the universe is getting busy on you, playing tricks on you. It happened to me a couple times. Reminded me of just how funny the universe can be. And it's only really you who can appreciate the moment because if you try to share it with people, it don't hit the same. They ain't really trying to hear it anyway. And the first time it happened to me last week, I was having a little meeting at work. And B had asked us to be at work at a certain time so that we could, you know, be prepared to get started a little earlier. It's fair. But it was funny that it seems as if any time you're asked to get to work at a certain time, you give it your best shot. And all of these challenges that have never happened before all of a sudden happen the next day. So there I am, rushing, trying to get my shit together last minute. I take off on my long, dangerous commute to work. You know, I cross the street. First thing that happens is a car starts to, like, slow down. At first, the car is speeding. So I'm like, all right, let me let this car go. And then the car starts to slow down. So now I'm confused. I'm like, yo, you going to go or you not going to go? For those of you who don't know, I've been hit by a car before on my way to work. Well, actually, I was leaving work. But either way, you cross the street a little differently after you get hit. I used to take chances I don't really take anymore. It's not worth it. Let people go. So the car is coming and the car is slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Go, right? And the car finally stops. And now I'm thinking, drive by, get down, obviously. What else would I be thinking? The window rolls down slowly. I'm like, damn, I don't have a gun. I don't have anything to defend myself. What am I going to do? And this older lady sticks her head out the window and tells me, Mo, I drive past you all the time in the mornings. I just wanted to say I love you. Have a great day. Then drives off. And I couldn't think anything to myself, but lady, I would have shot you had I had a bow and arrow on me. Not going to (laughs) lie. I would have put an arrow in your car. Why would you do that? You can't do that, man. I thought it was a drive-by. I hit the ground and everything. You can't do that. I got to go to work. But I appreciate it. So I get up, continue across the street. I told y'all this shit is dangerous. Y'all don't believe me. Get to the elevator, which is normally just that, an elevator. I press the button, I get on the elevator, I go upstairs. No harm, no foul. But this particular day, these guys are moving. I don't even know what the hell they're moving, man. Construction guys. They're moving like walls. Like literally the walls that I guess are going to be put up somewhere in the building. These big-ass walls are stretching from the elevator to the door. And it's a big-ass hallway. So in other words, these walls are big. They're walls. The kind of walls that a woman puts up when she's been hurt more than three times. That size of a wall. And there's just stacks of them. And it's two guys moving what's probably like five walls. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me, man. So I can't even get to the door that I would need to get to in order to get to the other elevator. Because I would have to climb the wall. Spider-Man. Last time I checked, don't have that ability. I can't climb trees. Never been a climber. Not my ship. So I'm now kind of like, you know, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. Sliding my way down the wall. And I get in the elevator. And then they slide like the half of the wall that they can fit in the elevator into the elevator. Big ass elevator. 
It's two guys on there. So now I'm crushed up against the corner, waiting for them to push the walls all the way in. One of the guys hits three. I hit five. Thinking to myself, of course, he has to stop on the floor before me. Now they got to take these big-ass walls off the elevator. What are the chances? At all the times that they could have been bringing these walls in, it's today at this time. Early as hell in the morning. Fine. We get to three. Nobody moves. Nobody gets hurt. Say what? I'm trying to figure out why they ain't pushing the wall. Probably the same thing a few women have thought during pleasure time with men who was talking big game. No one moves. I say, Errol, it's three. He said, I thought you was getting off on three. Why would I get off on three if I push five, my guy? Oh, did I do that? Yes, man. It's no one else here. It's me, you, and the walls, bro. Oh, shit. I didn't know I did that. I meant to press seven. What? So now the door closes and we stopped on three for no reason. So it's like an additional seven minutes now. I'm just trying to get to work. I'm dealing with the old lady who I thought was about to kill me in what was clearly a drive-by. And now I'm dealing with the wall guys. Mark and Donnie Wahlberg over here. So the elevator closes and they're like, <laughs> my bad, dude. And I'm laughing because I'm like, people never know what you're going through. They never know the situation you're in. To them, this is just funny. To me, I might get fired, stupid. <laughs> Ain't shit funny. Move your walls. So then finally I get to five and they're like, oh, I think this is your stop. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. And so now I have to climb the wall to get out of the elevator. Who in the hell has ever had to climb a wall to get out of an elevator to get to work on time? Only me. I climb the wall, I jump down, and now feels like I'm in an episode of Gladiator. Dun, 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 dun. It's episode 90. It's going to be a lot of 90s flashbacks. Don't worry about it. Run down the hallway and get to work. 15 minutes late. Right after I was asked to be to work at a different time. And I just couldn't help but think to myself. I did my best. But I guess my best wasn't good enough. <sighs> the fucking universe. We have one again, my friend. What are you supposed to do in that situation? Hey, Mo, why were you late? We just talked about this. Well, I almost died because an old lady tried to shoot at me in a drive-by, and then I had to climb these walls to get in the elevator, and then I had to climb these walls to get out the elevator, but I made it. It was rough, man. You know what you sound like? An idiot. A liar. All of the things. You sound like anything but a genuine, honest guy who was simply defeated by the universe's sense of humor. And that, my friend. Is only the first reason I was mad at the universe. The second, <laughs> I was at a little birthday party, right? My niece was having a birthday party. Shout out to my niece. They gave me the Uncle Mo blessing, so I feel good about that. But it was a moment when I just laughed because I'm like, yo, these are the types of things that happen to people, and I wonder if it only happens to me. I was sitting there minding my business, chilling. You ever have somebody just hand you like your nephew or your niece, a baby or a younger child, they just hand them to you. You didn't really ask. Just was minding your business. Somebody's like, here, here you go. And you're like, okay, now you're stuck. All right, guy, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I'm cool. Not going to lie to y'all. Never really want to be the guy holding your baby. It's not my thing. I don't ask. I don't want to do it. It's too much responsibility. I'm not interested. I will love your baby from a distance. Hey, hey, nice to see you. How are you? Ooh, good to see you again. I want to hold him. I don't want to hold her. 
No disrespect. I just, I don't really feel like people want you holding their kids anyway. So I don't want to do it either. It's fine. No harm, no foul. So as I'm holding her, she says to me, Uncle Mo, I want to go ride my bike. She had just got a bike. I said, of course. So now Uncle Mo is walking her over to the bike because I'm a good uncle. Whatever she wants. So the bike is in like a really small hallway to where you can't really turn the bike around. You would have to lift it up or you would have to back it out like in reverse. You can't really turn it around. So I take her over to the bike and right as I'm about to put her down so that I can grab the bike, her mom goes, hey, I need her for a second. She has to say bye to some people. So I'm like, all right, cool. Hand her over to mom. Go back to minding my business like I was. One minute later. All I hear is, wow. Uncle Mo just left you over here with the bike by yourself, sweetheart. She over there struggling. Trying to get the bike out the hallway. Breaking the bike, breaking the walls. It's probably the same walls that Donnie and Mark just put up. And everybody in this area, wow, I just saw Mo with her. Mo said he was going to help her with the bike. Why you not helping her, Mo? I'm like, yo, her mama asked for her. I just went to get a beer. I'm sitting there with a beer in my hand, looking like the most irresponsible, least thoughtful uncle on the planet. Just a disgrace. You just got the uncle title, bro. And now you're drinking a beer while she is stuck in his hallway, struggling to get the bike out. And they're like, what happened? And she's like, I don't know. Uncle Mo said he was going to help me with the bike. And I said, mother, no, that's not what happened. In the whole time, I was just minding my business. I ain't even want to pick her up in the first place. But the universe has a way. I would have never left her alone to try to get the bike on her own. I was excited to help her with the bike. I ain't even see her go back to the bike. I thought she was still with mom saying bye. But for the rest of life, I am now officially the worst uncle to ever walk the planet. I did my best. But I guess my best wasn't good enough. There's nothing I can do about it. So I damn near got fired and I'm the sicko of all the uncles because of the universe. Who's next? I ain't gonna lie, I was tight with my sister for a second. Both of them 